you're having Thirsty Thursday with your pals the other day. It's not Thirsty Thursday, it's Wine Wednesday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Oh, I didn't write an intro for this. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one has two more co-hosts today. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I didn't write anything else, so I just okay. I just went. Allegedly. To, allegedly. Uh, I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt. Welcome back. Uh, the uh, The Venomous Victor. And joining us for the first time is our sponsor, the owner and proprietor of Dennis Guggen's custom Funko Pop Culture collectible vinyl figures, Dennis Guggen. And making, nice. He nailed it. Yes. <laughs> for the last for the last episode, yes. <laughs> and making his regular season recap appearance is the host of Podskier, How Are You Now? And the producer of the Boot and Docs podcast. Please join me in making some noise for Dean. Giles. Wondrous. Oh, wait, 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 how are you now? Matt, welcome back. We've missed you, buddy. Thank you. How you Thank been? Yes, yeah, so sorry I missed last week, guys. It's been kind of a shit show around here. Yeah, well, our, um, our condolences, I, uh, obviously, with uh, the passing of Ollie. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it definitely uh, caught us caught us really quickly. And it's, um, I mean, we, 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 we put her down on Sunday. It's, I mean, for those who have a pet, you get it. Um, it sucks. And uh, I mean, we've, we're just, we're dealing with the void in the house right now mm-hmm. um you get used to having um anyone around the house whether it's whether it's a pet or someone and they're gone and you know there's so much habit and routine um behind it like every time the doorbell rings or i get up to go to bed like it's just i'm like so in tune to like take the dog out or mm-hmm. or you know tell her to yeah. quiet down stop barking at the mailman you know like there's all these things that you just do on on without even thinking anymore and every time that moment happens you're reminded that she's not there. So mm-hmm. um, it sucks. Uh, it really does. It was definitely put a damper on the holidays. But, you know, we've made the best of it. Um, became uh, hero dad with the Nintendo Switch for the kids. And, uh, you know, yeah, we're making the best of everything, all things considered. So, oh, yeah, good. It, it's been all right. So <laughs> the, you just got a, a Switch this for the kids this year? Yeah, I, I, apparently that's a few years behind, but they they don't know the difference. No, so all good. Not 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 why I'm asking, <laughs> but uh, here's a game for you guys to try as a family. It's called uh, Overcooked. It's a lot of okay. fun. A lot of fun, and it also good good kind of uh, uh, family or team building activity. Uh, so right. try it out. Well, it's a- th- one of the games we got them is that Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. and I thought it, and like it's just like I read it's two players. I'm like, okay, great. I thought I was all up to speed on video games these days. Apparently, I'm not. <laughs> so the kids started playing it. And then I figure out, I'm like, who's the second player? My my younger son, Reese, he's like, oh, it's me. I'm like, well, who are you? He's like, oh, I'm the hat. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you're the hat? <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, is there no other count? Like, where's Luigi? Where's, you know, all the classic? Nope. No, no, he's just the goddamn hat. Yep. He's just Come on, Matt, haven't real... you played Monopoly, dude? 
<laughs> yeah, but that's a whole different ballgame, man. <laughs> but anyways, he was thrilled to death about being the hat, so I didn't care. Uh, it just I was thrown back. <laughs> I'll try out uh, check out Overcooked. I think you guys will love right. it as a family. Uh, you you may the, one of the side effects though is you may have your kids yelling at you by the end of it because uh, it requires a lot of communication and teamwork, and a lot that communication can devolve into yelling and screaming. <laughs> but it's a All lot right. of fun. <laughs> It's like my favorite game ever. Tanya loves playing it with Owen. And and actually the last couple of nights, they've also been playing it online with a couple other, uh, some family friends because you can play, yeah, you can play four people at a time. Uh, And it's it's basically a cooking game. You're in a kitchen and you're having to like put together uh, meals and and serve them in, in, in a timely fashion. But the kitchens get progressively insane and and crazy with like all this like there's like lava there's conveyor belts there's just crazy shit uh it sounds like it's it, it'd be lame but it's actually a lot of fun and i i recommend this to any kind of uh, like corporate team building activity it's perfect because it requires perfect communication it does and cooperation absolutely. it's actually quite quite a good game uh, unfortunately only four people can play it at a time but 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 it's good anyway that's all right that's our pitch for this Nintendo. This is game endorsement. <laughs> yeah, <today. laughs> Tanya, how, how's your uh, how's your week? Okay, so um, my week, I was uh, coming down with a cold last Wednesday. Uh, by the time I finished uh, um, recording, uh, my throat was just wrecked, and then it went downhill from there. Christmas Day was brought to me by Buckley's. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I spent a couple of days in bed and woke up and I was good again. So yeah, thankfully it was only a cold went from, uh, our youngest to our oldest to me. So hopefully the buck stops there and, uh, um, I'm on the mend and yeah, everything's going to be better again. Yeah. And guess, <laughs> guess who got to cook Christmas dinner right here. Yeah. This guy. I was so impressed. Yeah. The turkey, the potatoes, the 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 gravy, everything, whole nine yards. Well, he made it. Was happen. it edible, Al? You can wink if it wasn't. It, it was. I'm it not going to tell you whether it was edible or not. I it made it. Of course, it was edible. I was going to eat it regardless. I ate it and then went back to bed. It was perfect. It was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Victor, how's your uh, holiday? Yeah, pretty good. Very relaxing and uh, not not much to complain about. Uh, Linda and I, we started watching Walking Dead again. We paused for a couple of years and then we, I think we, uh, we came back on season nine and we're just halfway through season 10. And then just, and the, the only reason we started was because we know that season 11 is going to be the last ones because we really, mm-hmm. we, we, we got, we got, um, too much of it. Right. So, so we're back on that and enjoying it. It's pretty good. Uh, and we saw a couple of movies. Uh, one is a bit of a stinker. The other one's great. Uh, Wonder Let me guess. Woman I was stinker. just about to say Wonder Woman was a stinker. And yeah, the, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Soul, we just saw Soul today, which yeah. was, oh my God, probably one of the best movies in a long, long time. Yeah. Like when I saw Coco, I thought, it's funny with these cartoons, eh? <laughs> like I thought Coco was just incredible. I, I guess I'm a little biased because I love music and mm-hmm. these are kind of music uh, kind of yeah. themed movies, but but uh, yeah, this one's right up there with Coco. This this was an incredible movie. Uh, I just loved it. We just so, watched it yesterday, yeah. and it is going to be like my new weekly mantra to watch it because it was just so, <laughs> it was so inspiring. It was so freeing. It was just so yeah, you really a, like that. Yeah. It was such a, a perfect story because I really do I am one of those characters that can kind of get 
anxious and and caught up in my daily grind and and work and the stress of everything and get stuck in that and i just loved the the part where the the one character just kind of snaps out of it mm-hmm. and um starts living their life so it was just like yeah i i love it yeah. i love it love it love and it. i like and i like the message for for kind of the big boned cats out there that it's okay to be big you can be big and beautiful so um <laughs> I, I i i enjoyed that as well oh man dean Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. How are you doing? Uh, it's been a bit of a tough uh, holiday season. Yes. Uh, Tiara's dad passed away. Yeah. Um, Our condolences just a, to Tiara. Just a few days before that. Uh, so it's been a it's been a bit of a struggle, um, but uh, we're getting through it um, one day at a time. And uh, yeah, because we were playing, we were uh, planning on start actually that day. We were planning on starting recording uh, for doing a season nine preview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so things kind of have been put on hold for a little bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to hear that, Dean. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. so sorry. Well, yeah. give, give Tiara our best. I know she doesn't know us from a hole in the wall, but I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> our, our, our love goes to her. And uh, speaking of soul, I, I noticed uh, that her tweet, she, she wasn't a fan of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did she watch? I don't know if she watched Soul. Did she watch? Uh, I, mean, maybe, I didn't watch it with her. If she did, oh, maybe it <laughs> wasn't her. Possible. Maybe it was I mean, one she's of her. Off, she's off of work. You know what? It might have been one of her co-hosts from from Boondocks because uh, one of them. Were, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, she. Uh, I. I don't know. If, did you? Are you in here, hon? Yeah. What's uh, up? Did you watch Soul? No. No, oh. she hadn't watched Soul. I was one we of her co-hosts. Wonder, we watched Wonder Woman, which and? was kind of. Eh? But uh, <laughs> did you hear the big bone? Yeah, I did. What was it? Oh, I don't. I thought it was you opened the door. <laughs> oh no! Apparently, there was a big boom outside. Do you want to go check on your neighborhood? <laughs> uh, if I'm still here, so that's the important part. So <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, you guys had a, a no. You know, we're able to still salvage a, a holiday, though. Um, yeah, yeah. I had my, my kids were my kids came down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, my my daughter who's she's 21 now and my son who will be 18 in March. So my, uh, my kids are basically grown. Um, so, uh, it's not like, you know, the, the old days of, you know, uh, having, you know, doing all the, the, the fun Santa Claus stuff, and, mm-hmm. which was kind of made it easier. So it was, uh, I mean, my, my son this year for, for Christmas, he wanted a bed. He wanted this big queen size bed. He had it picked out on Amazon. So I got him that. So That's it was like awesome. nothing I could put under a tree anyway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of those Casper awesome. mattresses, but then, you know, as soon as you open up the box, you'll never get it back yeah. in. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, he got the bed and my daughter, I got, she got, I got her, uh, uh, a, she got an Apple watch and some other stuff. Wow. And, so when they get older, the, the gifts really get more expensive. Hey, eh? holy shit! Yeah, but it's usually just one thing, so makes <laughs> it easier. Uh, See, we, we so cop out on that because uh, um, our son, he's thirteen, and he asked for a Chromebook for school, and we're like, "Yeah, that's out of the budget for Christmas." So we'll help you buy it, but we're not buying it. So everybody just kind of pitched in a hundred dollars for him, and then we made him buy it in a fun kind of game kind of way. <laughs> we're like, mm-hmm. and so for this present you owe us three hundred dollars <laughs> it turned out well and he was he was surprised because he wasn't expecting to get it so uh, far Christmas. it still works for us yeah. but I'm, I'm waiting for him to catch up to that going yeah you know what just give me the you pay for the present <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, joining us for the first time on the podcast, our sponsor for season three, his name is Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Dennis Guggen. See, so, you got the sponsor. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 what I get for fucking for for for, for getting your sponsor your co- company name right, but then fucking up your name. I'm sorry, Dennis. You know what it is? It's a rite of passage. I I messed up Dean's uh, name the first time he was on as well, so I had to. And do we're both DG, so yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be very <laughs> confusing. Last name like I do with it. I've heard them all. <laughs> How are you doing, Dennis? Good so far. Yeah, I mean. Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Good so far. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, we nice. never get that right on, on this never. one. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the show, we've never nailed that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good so. He does listen because he he, he uh, called me out on getting his uh, his uh, company name right <laughs> for the first time <laughs> on the last read. <laughs> Actually, I haven't done the read yet. That was just introducing him. How's your, uh, how's your holiday? Ooh. I've actually been working the whole time. Oh, uh, really? Both at my, you know, my 10 to 6 and doing pops basically yeah were you so were you busy this uh this holiday season with the pops oh boy <laughs> I, it's, it's probably been since july people wow. are planning their christmas presents so i've just been getting hammered and i kept not, thinking well not a you bad know, problem not, to oh. have. yeah not a bad problem right. to have um but, uh, would you say uh, like do you like how many would you say you've done like roughly Hundreds. Really? Wow. I don't even bother keeping count at this point. I've been doing it since about 2014. Okay. So nice. In that time, I I can't innumerable. So feel free to lock. We've done just 200 in this year. 200. Wow. Feel free to lie, lie and embellish. Um, but since you became a sponsor, how much? How many more have you gotten? How many more orders? This is this is where I encourage future sponsors, right? <laughs> yes. You, you would believe the response that I got. <laughs> good man, good man. The Produce Stand podcast single-handedly saved my business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you, the you, only you, reason that I, I had any business at the holiday season. Awesome. You can come back anytime, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Here's my final read uh, for, for season three. You're welcome to come back anytime. We'll have to, you know, c- get you to make different kinds of figures. But anyway, uh, word from our sponsor, word from Dennis Guggen, the owner and proprietor of Dennis Guggen's custom Funko Pop culture collectible vinyl figures. Uh, if you don't know what a Funko Pop is, figure it out. And for the rest of you, check out Dennis's work. He creates custom Funko Pop characters of anyone you can think of. Some of my favorites of his include Eddie Van Halen, Mike Tyson, Eminem, the entire cast of Letterkenny, and you. That's right. You can have your own custom Funko Pop of you or someone you love or hate if that's your kink. Either way, Dennis is your man. Uh, check out his work on Facebook, Instagram at DG Pop Customs. Drop him a line if you're interested in a custom Funko Pop of your cho- of your uh, of your own. <laughs> uh, Dennis, thank you for your support. It's been a lot of fun, and we can't wait to get our figures. I know they're 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 somewhere. They're probably stuck at customs, but um, uh, we right. will when, once we get them, we'll definitely take a bunch of pictures and and post them and and share them because I've seen well, we've all seen them already. Oh, yeah. The pictures that you shared with us, and they're a lot of fun. And Dean, I he's done some for you and Tiara too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I have I actually have them up in here. I don't, actually, let me get them. Hang on. <laughs> If everyone listens real close, you'll be able to hear it too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, like uh, Dean was saying, when when I made theirs, it was like the first kind of uh, fan based property that they received. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So there, that's, oh, there's Tiara, yeah, and there's Dean. That's so good. Very nice. nice. Well done. I, I mean, I, I know the. I'm, I know I'm the. Image. Need some, I'm gonna need a little more gray on my beard now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a little. I know, lib- I know of the images you shared with me. I'm just. I, I crack up every time. I'm yeah. like, they are so spot on. Uh, like you're yeah. talented, man. It's really yeah, good stuff, and good. I'm. I'm really excited to get them. Yeah. And all these guys made interesting uh, subjects too, oh. because you all have very. You know, unique look, and it was an interesting challenge. Oh, thanks. Well, I, I'd like I'd like to point out that you 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 were maybe a little too liberal with the gray in my beard, but uh, you know, I'll let that pass. <laughs> well, <laughs> not for what our daughter says. She what, thinks what that more yeah. more needed to be added. Yes, I know. <laughs> she calls me Captain Skunk Beard for a reason. I don't know. <laughs> it's just right in the center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's working on some Boondocks ones for me, so I'm I'm looking those, forward to those. Those will look really cool. I wouldn't mind one. Uh, of, I, I I think I think Tiara is most excited about the Jasmine one. Yeah. So. That I, that hair has to be hard to do though. Yeah, because <laughs> she's got the she's got these two big puffs on the yep. back of her head. <laughs> I've, I actually found an interesting solution to that. So l- luckily, it wasn't as hard as it had been in the past because I did a pasty from uh, Orange Is the New Black. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Style, and that was like tin foil and glue and anything I could get my hands on at the time. So. Wow. That's cool. Oh, looking forward to seeing those pictures. Uh, speaking of support, we have uh, 50, oh, that's a long list. Fifty-one new Twitter followers. So uh, sit tight, and I'll try to get through these. I was going to take a possible. deep breath in. Here we go. Cambrio Music. He's an FOTM that's followed us over to our podcast. JW Dave from Calgary. Phil Rose. Adders J. Jacob S. Kleckner. Heirloom, Matthew Lander, Lo- Rosalie Alberges from Al- Ottawa, Mark Andre Fournier from Halifax, John, Noah James, Slammin Ella from Virginia Beach, uh, Molly Bull, Jake, Anthony Wayne, Fatima or Fatima, uh, Denver Little from Norwood, Ohio, Chuck, Chuck H from North De- Decatur, Georgia. Uh, this is me trying podcast from Virginia. Stinky thoughts from Boulder Creek, California. <laughs> Mikey from Calgary. Tanya uh, McKinney from Abilene, Texas. Do you know her, uh, Dean? No. <laughs> I know everybody from Texas. Yeah, exactly. A horse of no name. Uh, Shannon Roberts Woodford. Uh, Elizabeth Crum from BC. Tom McGee from Minneapolis. Tim Kahn, 29, from Whitby, Ontario. Stephanie Morris from Salt Lake City, Utah. Katie X. Cor from Houston, Texas. I'm sure Dean knows her, too. Uh, Michael oh, yeah. J- Michael Jom or Jome. Uh, Dagny Galt. Uh, Julie Krish from Missouri. Uh, Adrian from uh, Central Oregon. Brother Bullfrog. Lynn from Montreal. Dr. Alan Jacobs from Adams, North Dakota. Uh, Mitchell jo- jo- Johansson from Boston. Shorzy69 from Letterkenny. Uh, Mullet Master. Sammy. Glenn Allers from uh, New York. Mike Molenda from Nassau uh, Bay, Texas. Uh, sci-fi from Naco, Naco- Nacogdoches. Oh, thank you so much. So <laughs> <laughs> I had Let me to help you with that one. <laughs> I had to look that up to see if it was even a real place because it didn't look real. But <laughs> Nacogdoches. Wow. Nacogdoches. Are you familiar with the place? I am. I'm familiar with the name. I don't think I've ever been there. Uh, okay. That's Dean's other account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, uh, Gay Hooters, Chaz N- NJ from New- uh, from Wisconsin, 
uh, Darren W. Marinick from Sudbury, JDH, William Walschlager, uh, Blake Glasspool from Dunsboro, Western Australia, another Aussie, welcome, John Miller from Minnesota, Sean Amsing from Vin- uh, from Vancouver, a.k.a. Kaboom Atomic, and KC from Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome <laughs> all the new followers and hopefully uh, new listeners. Well done, Al. I'm actually, I'm always upset when there's no one from Massachusetts that's joined. I know, me too. It, that's my favorite thing is to I listen know, to Al I, try I to say that. I scan the list to like, oh, is it coming? Is it, oh, there you was not. Suck. We need more Massachusetts. <laughs> so so spread the word. Anyone yes. Massachusetts, give us a listen. But even if you don't follow us on Twitter, that's all we care about because you make the list and yeah. then Al gets to read it. Yes. Absolutely. Thanks. <laughs> I'm 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 really excited to see Sean Amsing's name there because I called out the uh, his reference in the last uh, episode in the uh, Haunting Modines. Uh, he's mentioned in that episode, so I looked him up and found out that he's an actual person, um, and that he's Kaboom, Kaboom Atomic. And if that name doesn't ring a bell, it should if you're into the music from Letter Kenny because he's heavily featured in a lot of episodes uh, in Letter Kenny. Uh, he's one of the the hip hop artists that they use a lot of, and uh, he's really good. Um, I was listening to some of his stuff today, like some of his newer stuff, and and loved it. So I'm glad that he's following. I hope he listens. So here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week we reviewed the Letter Kenny Halloween special, The Haunting of Modines Two. That episode got a fresh rating from Tanya and myself, and a clearance from Victor. Figure it out. Uh, Matt wasn't with us last episode, so we'll get his rating later when we get Dean's and Dennis's. Uh, Twitter agreed, obviously, with Tanya and me, with an eighty-seven point five percent giving it a fresh, and a twelve point five percent agreeing with Victor. Uh, nobody so, thought. So, so there was a there was a bit of a problem when I voted. Uh, somehow the fresh got in my. Uh, a, a thumb space. And so I ended up voting fresh by accident. Uh, was it an accident or was it like subconscious and, and you actually meant to? <laughs> I believe it was an accident. But, uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, scientific Victor. Yeah, exactly. So this week we're going to review season three with our friends, Dean and Dennis. Uh, we'll start off with, uh, with the episode one sled shack. And just to remind everyone what happened in episode, I'll read out the limerick. Uh, in Letter Kenny, winter is guaranteed, so a sled shack is built to fill a need. One night the shack gets wrecked. Sure as Wayne wears turtlenecks, the Hicks will pay back this misdeed. Um, I'm going to play just a, a quick clip of our... I'm going to do something a little different this time. I'm actually going to play some cl- some clips from previous episodes for that episode just to, to kind of remind us and put us in the mood of, of, of what happened that episode. So here's something... Uh, here's where uh, we talk about Devin's uh, absence in that episode. Knowing that, that scene, I think, has a, a, a lot more meaning behind it, where you have the st- Stuart saying, why would Devin leave? He had th- We had everything we wanted here, and he's gone. Like, how selfish of him <laughs> to leave. Don't you? Like, yeah. you know what? You can read beyond. So, I, like, I don't know. Right. It, it could be completely. It could be the writers kind of taking. Oh, no, a, I think you're spot on. Al. <clears throat> I, I don't know. So anyway, having said that, I, I I appreciated that skid scene. It was short, uh, but they were just dealing with the loss of their number two. Uh, their number two is gone. All right. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. You can go now. She's like, are you done, Al? Because it hasn't changed the fucking thing. <laughs> is that a call out to Code Brown? <laughs> who, who did, speaking of which, I watched Dawson Powers with Owen the other night. Because I and he loved that scene. Who does number two work for? <laughs> That's right. You show that turd who's boss. <laughs> oh my! I wish I watched it with you guys. 
So yeah, uh, that was me talking about a scene that I swear to God, the writers wrote to kind of get back at Devin for not coming back. I don't know. It just felt very personal, that scene. Um, I, I mean, sidebar, that was a little trippy because I wasn't sure when the clip ended. For a second, I almost started talking again. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's still going. Same. I'm totally there with you on yeah. that one. So this is going to be a little bit difficult, but just follow along. You know, that's why we have the uh, the, the, the video going. So why we we rehearse. Can exactly. we get a chime at the end of it? <laughs> So that episode got a fresh from Matt, Victor, and myself, and a clearance from Tanya. So that's that's a pretty highly rated episode, considering. And it's the first episode of the season. Uh, Dean, what are your thoughts on this episode? Uh, I loved it. I, I mean, season, uh, and I think I've told you this before, season three is probably my, my, probably my favorite season mm-hmm. out of all of them. Um, if, you, like, if I... I think it's been said more than a time or two that if you're gonna if you're gonna start somebody on a on a season, uh, this is a really good season to get them in on mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of good stuff and it's real it's a meaty season. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed it and yeah, uh, pick it on Devin. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I, I think uh, uh, Alexander DeJordi not coming back. You know. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think he's missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> but did you so, read that scene the same way as I did? It felt like it felt personal uh, when they were oh, talking. No, well, because yeah, because they in the uh, the in the in the season in the season two mm-hmm. uh, DVDs where they have the the, uh, the commentary. Co- commentary. Mm-hmm. They 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 talk about it. Oh yeah. And, they said, "Oh, and, yeah, and so he's. Uh, he, we've decided to part ways. Basically, it's just very, very terse. Huh. It's like, yeah, it's like, yep, that's it. You know, uh, so it, it was uh, something. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they're displeased. Right. <laughs> I'd be curious to get him back now and say, how do you feel now that they're nine seasons deep? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so, what what rating would you give that one? Oh, it's a it's fresh for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I mean, yeah that 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 whole the opening, the entire thing is just brilliant. Dennis, what did you think? Can you, can you remember back for, that for far? me? The like the the verbal gymnastics at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. really set in motion for me. I was like, wow, you know, and just like you guys kind of covered in the podcast, it's crazy that somebody can rattle off that much dialogue and not strip up, or you know, how many takes would it take to actually nail it, but um, that was really impressive. Uh, I like Janice giving Wayne a line of shit and the whole she's in the she me's and Jay Trevor Wilson just, you know, you can see the strain and <laughs> trying not to, uh, per, like pluralize all of those words. But, uh, oh, I know. Yeah, for me, I was also kind of quizzical about all the kinds of Oreos there are in Canada. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Oreos? Well, I know we have you a know, lot of states because I keep track. And for, you, and, for, and for a lot of folks who say that Letter Letterkenny is is not a political show, you you know it right off the bat when yes. when they're talking to Tannis about mm-hmm. her abortion that she's obviously had. Yeah. So yeah, this is yeah uh, people who are who are saying oh no it's just a cut no this this is not the first <laughs> this is not the first time and it won't be the last. Yeah, I, I I commented on that too when we heard that clip. I mean, if anyone had any any kind of. Uh, Doubt as to where Leonard Kenny kind of leans. <laughs> that 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 lot first scene, the very first scene, should put any of that to rest. Yep. Yeah, Dennis. What what was, it's your, what was a, it's it's weird to find a show that's so progressive and inclusive at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you really don't see that, especially here. And, and still, and still, uh, the ability to be crude, you know, without having to be uptight about it. 
Yeah. So or yeah. apologetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. they don't. I think the thing is that they don't punch down. So it's you know mm-hmm. they're they're fighting their own weight class, <laughs> you know, across the board, and they're the you know it's just it's they're it's the degens that they're against, and that's it. So <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah. they have no issue tackling any topic, and they do it so well and so on 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 point um, with today. And I, I just I, yeah, and that was such a great example of when they did that. I think it's a brilliant uh, device that they've created in these degens because really they're not, they're not anybody, right? Like degen, it's, it's it's like nebulous enough that that it's not specific to any group. It's just, we've created this group of people. You don't know anything about them. We're going to call them degens and they're going to be the, the the butt of all of our jokes. And, and, and uh, so it's, I think it's really well done that way. They're not, you know, uh, accidentally, uh, you know, putting down another minority, right? Yeah, not until they get to Quebec. They talk about the douchebag de Laval. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, oh, uh, Dennis, I didn't get your rating for that. It's a, it's a fresh for me. All right. Awesome. So let's move on to, well, before we get to episode two, between episodes one and two, we did have our first uh, uh, cast member on our podcast. So we're very excited to have Patrick McNeil on. Um, and he plays Connor, one of the, one of the, the, the non vocal skids on the show. Uh, he was great. He gave us a full hour or more than an hour. And I think he would have been, would have been happy to yeah. give us even more. Uh, so he was really given of his time. So I just want to play a few kind of clips from that one just to kind of, uh, you know, whet everyone's appetite. So here's one where he talks about the rap parties that, that they have. Yeah, I, I, like rap parties were always fun. Uh, there was one night where I had like, I think it was season two or three. Like I just kept getting fed like cannabis edibles. I just wouldn't stop. I just kept eating them. I kept eating them and eating them and eating them. And then I was like fucking, I was baked until probably, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday. Okay, so who who's the hardest core partier on the cast and why is it Kate Trevor Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. Know. It's got to be. No, I, all- I really want it to be. So yeah, he was uh he was great about that and um this was before season 9 came out. So uh we were very careful not to get him into trouble uh with any of our questions or we tried not to anyway, but again, he was very giving with his uh with his answers. Here's one where he talks about uh well, I asked here's I carefully tried to ask him not about season 9, but maybe what about beyond season 9? Is there a plan or schedule yet for shooting for the next season? I know you can't talk about season 9 and everyone's on pins and needles waiting for whenever season 9's coming out. But what about beyond that? Is there is there a plan yet? Do you like how how far advanced do they let you know we want you to come back? Um it all depends like I don't know. During this COVID thing, it's been kind of fucked up. So, like, I'm still just standing by on what's going on. Uh, like, I'm I'm very sure Letterkenny's not dead because of how big it is. But like, it's just we're just standing by. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. that's it, all I really can say. So uh, the nice thing about that is, I mean, season nine came out already, uh, and in some of the uh, interviews that I've read or articles that I've read. Uh, uh, Tierney himself has said that uh, seasons 10 and 11 are written and they're going to start shooting them in the spring. So good news. There's going to be at least two more seasons. Uh, and good on him, because if you recall, when, when he was on, they hadn't even announced the release on Christmas yet. And he kept that one. Oh, yeah. Well, who knows? He, kept he, that tight. he may not have known. Like uh, uh, it's, it's true. Oh, it would have been recorded already. So he no, no, I know. But he, he may not have known that the, the, the plan was to, to be released on Christmas Day and then on yeah. Boxing Day. Like he probably wouldn't have known. 
Yeah, because I, I mean, they they filmed that. That was in the can, mm-hmm. uh, basically back in. I want to say back in January, uh, if not sooner. Yes. Then so it was. It was. It was. They were done with it. Well, be- they they were done with it before COVID hit. Yeah, I read that. I, mean, I read somewhere. Big. Yeah, I read somewhere that they shot in November of nineteen. So um, yeah. So that yeah, that we pre COVID. Oh, back in the day yeah. when we just went about <laughs> our ways before time. Uh, the before four times when right. we did things just you know go to the grocery store and stuff oh, fucking carefree. hate covid carefree <laughs> covid can just fuck off uh here's one where uh, uh matt asks him what it's like to be part of a, a cult favorite show what, what is the sense i mean we have shows like trailer park for boys and other big sort of cult canadian shows you know knowing that your show and you're being a, even a part of the show in any way like what, what what does that mean to you? Like in terms of, yeah, just, just, what does that mean to you? I'm just very grateful and very humble that, um, Jacob tyranny thought that I looked enough like a meth head. I didn't know it was going to take off. I just thought it was going to be some cable TV show. And then it started taking off and I'm nothing but grateful and humble. And like, I thank my lucky stars every goddamn day that I wait, have my eyes open. And I'm like, it's one of my, on my grateful list is like, I'm grateful to have my career started. Why is that. he uh, That's just a bad fade. But anyway, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jacob and Jared. I can't so, hear it anymore. I can't. So the interesting thing about his interview is that when he, when he, when he, when he went into, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking, try out for the part, uh, audition, uh, he was auditioning for the Stewart role. And um, and they looked at him and said, you know what? You'd be better off as uh, one of the silent characters. But anyway, <laughs> I, I think maybe uh, uh, Tyler Johnston probably came in and, and took the role as opposed to uh, uh, Patrick losing the role. But, uh, you know, good on him. And, and yeah, like you said, he thought he was, he was joining some kind of like cable access TV show. And, and it turns out to be this big thing called Letterkenny. Here's the last clip uh, where he answers some speed questions. Uh, we're going to finish it off with some speed questions. We're going to really get to know you. Uh, and so these are designed for you to just answer them off the top of your head. Don't even think about it. You ready? Try to. All right, here we Trying. go. Uh, coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. Tim's or Starbucks? Tim's. <laughs> good Canadian boy. Cats or dogs? <laughs> Both. Oh, good. Uh, if your life was made into a movie, who would play you? Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> I love his reaction to his own joke. <laughs> and then uh, something happened where Jason Momoa tweeted out later about something, and oh, oh shit, what was it? Uh, anyway, I forget. But anyway, I, I tweeted back to Patrick uh, about, hey, Jason's not, uh, he can't play you in a movie because he's doing something else. Anyway. <laughs> Good talk, Al. Patrick's a good guy. <laughs> He's been a good friend. Anyway, let's go on to episode two, Puck Bunny. Uh, Gail is reopening the bar in town. Jive and Pete keeps letting her down, but bad gas travels fa- fast. The Hicks put Pete on blast. Meanwhile, the skids turn into clowns. Uh, so this is the one. Where, well, let's let's listen back to our podcast when we talked about this one. What say you, Matt? <laughs> so, I mean... I, I think I've said this before. I have both the equivalents of a six-year-old mentality. So fart jokes are right up my alley. Um, but I mean, I felt for Squirrely Dan because they really came hard <laughs> down on him. And in all fairness, uh, I felt like he was just trying to share. 
and they <laughs> didn't appreciate yeah, that. Sorry. Sharing is caring, and uh, that's how I was raised. So, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about the cold open there, where Dan was uh, being told about the inappropriate farts. I guess. <laughs> I stand by my comments. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, let, we'll start with Dennis this time. What did you, or sorry, so Puck Bunny got a, a fresh from Tanya and myself and a clearance from Matt and Victor. Uh, Dennis, what did you think of Puck Bunny? I gave it a fresh. It, you know, as a listener of the podcast, that was one of them that kind of, it perked my ears up because I'm like, oh boy, what's Tanya going to think of this one? <laughs> because she was already kind of on the fence about season one. And I was like, all the farting talk, I'm like, I can't wait to hear <laughs> yeah, but it's a funny because Fart Book got a fresh from Tanya and Victor and both Isn't Matt. That trippy? That's so crazy. So, and it, it's a few times now Matt has said that he's got like a six year old mentality. Uh, and so he likes fart jokes. But the, the couple of episodes where fart jokes are prominent, he has not rated them very highly at all. <laughs> You're the oh, man. I got nothing on that one. Because <laughs> he was farting appropriately. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Dean, what do you think? I loved it. Uh the yeah, the <laughs> the disappointment on Dan's face. Uh it's just I just I can't that's what I've got. <laughs> Gotta go up. Yeah. Um and yeah, so uh, the the setting up of the uh, the 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 setting up of the 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 uh what is it? The, um, the, the fake homosexuals. Oh, right. <laughs> the, the fake gays. The homophobic. Yeah. That all that. And you know, them that what's funny. I think what I loved about that whole thing is, is it's all these rural guys, mm-hmm. you know, trying to discuss why it's not good to be racist or homophobic. <laughs> and, you know, they're trying to fit it into their very rural brains about, <laughs> about all this. And, and, you know, and I think it's, I think it's just hilarious. I'm talking about how, I mean, even, you know, uh, Dan talking about with, with his professor Trisha's saying, you know, talking about how, uh, calling homosexuals what they wants to be called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just that whole, that entire conversation, I think it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, about uh, with, with uh, joint boy and Tyson fighting each other because he <laughs> called him a, called him gay or something like that. Well, it's cause he called me gay. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that all that, the entire, the, the entire thing was just brilliant. I thought, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the dialogue was great. So perfect. Yeah. Fresh for me. Awesome. And a girl that, yeah, with, with when, when they found out that the clown was, was gay. So yeah, yeah, that was uh the gays reveal for sure was, was, yeah. was fun. And gay was her name. Yeah. <laughs> the whole exchange with the Hicks uh, was, was, was pretty, pretty funny. And, and actually I think it, didn't it cause a little discussion too here with us in terms of, uh, 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 you know, calling people by the proper pronouns. And then we were like, well, what, you know, what are some of these pronouns that we're, we're still, we, you know, we looked it up. Yeah. yeah we had to look some of them up just to make like, you know, what, what the meaning of cis was. And so like, you know, mm. not, not using the word straight, but using cis instead and, and so on. Like it's, um, it, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's fluid, right? It's still, we're, we're all learning still. Yeah. I, I, I think 
for I think for most folks who are on the non-binary spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, trans folks, things. I, I think if, if you're making an attempt, most of them realize that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, whether it's, you know, they, you know, if you, I think if, uh, for the most part, if you come in with they, them, mm-hmm. they, they're like, oh no, you can call me he, she, or whatever it happens to be, yeah. uh, whatever their pronouns are. So yeah, I think as, as long as the, as long as, you know, you're not trying to be a dick, like so many people like want to be, yeah. uh, I'll you call know? you what I think you should be called as opposed to what, what you want to yeah. be called. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I, and I think most, most are not upset if you say, oh, what are your pronouns? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to episode three. This is when we started recording Matt doing the the uh, the limericks, thankfully. So here here's Matt's limerick for episode three. Gail is reopening the bar in town. Jiving Pete keeps letting her down. But bad gas travels fast. The hicks put Pete on blast. Meanwhile, the skids turn into clowns. So uh, that in that episode there, uh, we actually got to talking about some of the, the uh, would you rather scenarios. And here's one of them that we talked about. <laughs> See how squirrely he is? Yeah, he's like awesome. Wayne can't handle it. And where and so, but where do you guys stand? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, yeah. Good question. Um, yeah, I, I guess um, I guess uh, after that, a while. That's not the question, Tanya. <laughs> after a while, you, you go nose blind. Right. So I'd probably go with the poop. I guess. No, you gotta Ew. go. With the, you gotta go with the pee. pee. Yeah, I'm with. I'm. I'm with Victor on this pee. one. Pee. It's, it's sterile. It's clean. Definitely. It will, you can. It's fine. Poo is poo. <laughs> no. It's, it's poison. It's like it's, E. coli. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. Pee. I'm so glad we got go into with this the pee. conversation. If you got stuck in a cave, guess what you're doing? You're drinking, drinking pee. pee. You're yeah. In, so you're already <laughs> used to it. So it's fair enough. Transition. Now, Matt, how are you already used to it? Do you get stuck in caves a lot? Like, I don't understand that. Uh, Come on now, Bear Grylls. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dean, before... Matt, before Matt's stuck in a cave. Better drink my own pee. Yeah. Before you give your rating, Dean, uh, please I answer. I thought this was a judgment-free zone, guys. <laughs> Dean, before you give your rating, would you rather have a bit of pee in... Uh, is it pee in your mouth or, a little, or poo a in little your nose? A little poo in the nose. I would go pee in the mouth. Yeah. 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 Bit of pee in the mouth. See, I made the, 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 the horrible mistake of answering oh, first yeah, in that did. one. <laughs> I thought differently of, uh, of you after that. God damn. Uh, all right. So uh, what did you I suppose if you had the COVID, it wouldn't matter because you wouldn't smell it. Cause you know, oh, the, yeah. The, once, your, once your sense of smell is gone, then. Well, there's a such thing. Okay, in my defense, there's such thing as nose blindness, no defense, right? Like right. If, if if you go to a, unless, you, you unless, unless you have a dick for a nose, if you, <laughs> if you go to like a, a a horse farm or whatever, and it smells like shit, after a while you stop smelling it. It just becomes the air. But it's not breathe. actually in your nose. But it doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> no particles. Anyway, uh, what did you, what did you think of this episode, uh, Modine's two, Dean? Oh fuck! This uh, this was a great episode. I mean, because you, you you start off with with all the butt talk, you know, the, the having the anal sex with because <laughs> uh, Ellen, you know, Ellen is very progressive, so she wants, you know, she wants Tristan and the whole about <laughs> much less much like uh, less like this uh, bagel and <laughs> you don't like bagels, nope. Uh, so yeah, that that whole that whole thing was great, um, and then meeting gay for for the first time and the and then rolled chat with his dad on the oh that was great background. i love that yeah <laughs> so yeah beautiful i love this episode love it love it love it yeah. great episode fresh all right uh dennis what did you think um this one was clearance for me it was just unretro yeah 
Come on, I'm revisiting you, it. You, it was just got, it was just kind of there. You got, like you, I like the you got the, the you got to beat up Jive and Pete at the end. <laughs> the troubles that I did have with it were kind of saved by the introduction of Shorzy. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, yeah, Shorzy's so, back. Yeah. Like Dean said, rolled talking to his dad. He's like, "You're the one that named me after the author of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still a homo. All right, so no clearance uh, from Dennis. That's 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 fair. All right, we will move on to episode four. Lays Heeks. Uh, here's the limerick for that one. The Hicks love fishing in Quebec, but to dairy French are pains in the neck until they meet some French Hicks who appear to be pricks, but end up helping keep DGENs in check. All right. And then this one, uh, we had a, a, a kind of a hilarious exchange where, where Tanya admits where she didn't see a, a very major plot point. <laughs> uh, Stuart draws out the plans of their first operation, which is to create mailbox mayhem. Stuart's drawing resembles a large penis on the whiteboard map pointing in the direction of where they're going to dump their load. Uh, gay and rolled. I completely missed that. What? This, this, this is where we're going to dump our load. And he, and he draws like. Did you, what? did you miss? Is that you seriously? Did you even watch the scene? I so have, you to, were I have to rewatch that. The to the first scene. And she, <laughs> and she <laughs> even noticed the big like one. Right in yeah. front of your face. <laughs> 20. <laughs> I still haven't gone back to that one. I have to find the dick. It's funny because Tanya's Look easily the... distracted by the dick. So uh, I this... know. <laughs> I see dicks when there isn't even one. Yeah. So it was fucking embarrassing. We'll, we'll get we'll get to that one later. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Uh, Dennis, what do you think of uh, which which one's this again? Oh, Lee's Heeks. Lee's Heeks. Uh, this one got a uh, clearance for me too. It, it's just. I, I was surprised by the four pronunciations for Quebec. Uh, you know, <laughs> even in Canada, there are you know different interpretations of it. Uh, another thing that I noticed uh, as a listener of the podcast, mm. you guys pointed out that Katie's sitting in the truck while they're all pissing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I never really thought about that's, it. She's like porn watching the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Poor guys. <laughs> I was so distracted by that. <laughs> So distracted. That's what made that. Like, that's what made that that uh, that clip even funnier because yeah, just before that she was talking about how uh, that scene and how Katie's looking at their dicks and and her, one of them's her brother's dick. So she was clear <laughs> eye shot of all three dicks, and I'm like, how? I I don't even know what they said. So she I, yeah, she was very distracted. She didn't even know what they said. But then in the very next scene where there's a massive <laughs> dick drawn dick on the whiteboard and she's not, <laughs> she's oblivious. Yeah, because I I can't imagine Katie being. I mean. Katie's seen a lot of dick. <laughs> She's I mean, seen a lot, of, a lot of everything. <laughs> She's known those guys a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I, I would imagine, I imagine the amount of dick she's seen just, <laughs> she's not impressed anymore. What did I you, mean, the, the, unless, unless it's Stuart, you know, she's, I think she is a bit of a size queen, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what did you give this one, Dean? Uh, you know, honestly, that this is, uh, there's some, of, some of it's really good and mm-hmm. there's a lot of it that's just a good chunk, like in the middle that I just was a little slow for me. I mean, the going, the back, the back and forth between the Hicks and Les Hicks, mm-hmm. uh, was a bit slow for me, mm-hmm. but I loved like the whole story game and the all anus set. I mean, that whole <laughs> thing was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, 
at the you know at the, the you know the the scrap is was good. I mean, I like, I like the the Katie joke about this is the sex isn't any good, is good anymore. Well, how do you think I feel? All you put is an, all you put it into it is your dick. Yeah. So, you know, so, so as you can see, Katie's not impressed with dick. No. So and the one the one little throwaway line it was kind of talking about. Uh, uh, French people when they're talking about that guy from the Alien show, and they said, and Katie figures out French stewards. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and Wayne says that guy squints too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, I, I commented on that line too. I loved it. Yeah, um, oh. but so, yeah, that's honestly, it's uh, there's some there's some really funny parts. There's some dull parts in there. So yeah, this is I would say this is a clearance for me. Wow, uh, there you, know, you it's, go. It, it, it's uh, I didn't think you had it in you there, Dean. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, there's there's some little there's some really good bits and some it, I. You know, if it hadn't been for the, I think I think the the conversation or the lack of mm-hmm. <laughs> between the Hicks, the, diff, the different versions of the Hicks, I kind of kind of took it down a little bit for me. I think a lot of the the insults going back and forth too are very very local to Canadians. Um, so there's a lot of that, like a lot of local kind of. I mean, so I mean, Dean, you're in Seattle, Dennis. Where 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 are we talking to you from? Northern Michigan. Michigan. Your so, clock hasn't yeah. changed in the back, by the way. I've been watching <laughs> yeah, it to no. try to figure out where the hell you are. I've been trying to figure out where the hell you are, and I'm like, so where that, is it in the world the that it's yeah. almost <laughs> quarter to four? I didn't see the, the dick, but I have so. seen that it's quarter to four, and it hasn't changed. That's uh, <laughs> that's how Dennis's boss keeps him at work. It's never four o'clock. It's never quitting time. <laughs> but, but Al, I'm with you. I wonder if this is a cultural <laughs> thing. I mean, let, let's get real, like, there's, there's, there's the three of us, and then mm-hmm. Victor, Ru- Russian, Rush, Russian, mm-hmm. right? Georgian, Georgian. Oh, damn it, damn it. God, damn. All right, and then get it right. And then you Sort yourself the out. There are all given this thing clearance. Mm. So I don't know. And we were all this went number one for me. Like I love this episode from <clears throat> yeah, start to finish. It just, it just killed me right from the get go. And this episode featured the best. Okay, so it featured some great lines for Letter Kenny, but it also featured one of my favorite jokes on our podcast. And that's when we were talking about Nanaimo <laughs> bars and Victor yeah. Victor calling them freedom bars in the states. <laughs> I love it because <laughs> we were trying. I, I like the Nanaimo bars. I've had them. Yeah, yeah. We, I I would imagine you have. Yes, absolutely. Have you ever had a Nanaimo bar, Dennis? Never heard of them. No. So they're more, they're, yeah, they're more. They're uh, well, they're Canadian. Of, yeah, like they said, out of BC. Yeah, yeah. But uh, box think, in the freezer right now. Yeah, I think anybody who would try them would enjoy them. I don't think oh, that's yeah. the controversy. It's more like, have you heard of them or not? Yeah, that, that was uh, the question. Yeah. So, uh, but, but I loved uh, your line, Victor. Freedom bar in the states, it might be called freedom bars or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what? they they call them socialism bars, probably. <laughs> Goddamn, Mark, Marxist bars, uh, you know. Uh, and that's right. So, uh, and Matt alluded. So that one got a fresh from uh, Tanya, myself, and Matt, and a clearance from Victor. So uh, it was it was heavily on the fresh for that one. But the two Americans. Are giving it a clearance, so yeah, maybe there's okay. that's where the divide is. It's a tie. Mm-hmm. All right, let's <laughs> move on to uh, episode five: the battle for Bonnie McMurray. Grilly Dan makes sounds like a dad. He's sweet on Bonnie, which makes Derry mad. They both fight for her affection despite Wayne's objection, but in the end, Bonnie makes them all sad. So in that episode, we got a bit of a of a, a strange kind of reversal in ratings. Let's listen to a bit of that. I want more and I was a little disappointed that the episode was over. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. amazing. 
Matt, Matt's just, he's perplexed. <laughs> I'm so confused. Matt, what's your rating? Um, I, can, I, can I take a hard pass and just, I, I want to hear more from you guys because I'm just really confused right now. So I'm going to, come back to me, please. No, it's not fair. This is this is the lineup. Look, listen, if you give your rating Matt, now. Wait, wait, wait. Matt is feeling like Tannis' uh, yeah. uh, muscle right yeah. now. Listen. He's your rules right now. Give, no. your, give your rating. Uh, and then if after the rest of us chime in, you want to change it, you're more than welcome to change it. It's your rating. But Now you know what Boomtown feels like. Yeah. Matt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so Matt gave it a compost. Uh, and so did Tanya. I gave it a clearance and Victor gave it a fresh. So let's hear from, uh, who do we hear from this time? Dennis, what did you think of the battle for Bonnie McMurray? I gave it a week fresh. I mean, the, the dad knows noises that, <laughs> that got me. Um, yeah. So the line that was well brought up, too bad you weren't. You'll use that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, one. Seeing Tanya's take on gay was nice. And an episode. But but the sound at the risk of sounding misogynist, seeing the letter kind of girls in bikinis, that's uh, that's gonna get a, a fresh for me. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. I, I would have figured that would have at least pulled that one out of the compost for Matt, but I guess not. Uh, I think uh, you guys had. I, was it the farting? Was it the farting, Matt? The far, the, the bubbles. <laughs> It was, it was a lot, man. It just, that was one of them. it. Just they just dragged the jokes on in this one. I felt like there wasn't a lot of a lot of deep content in this. Now there's a lot of deep content, but like it just, I just fell flat. So I think my sheer enjoyment of the episode helped Matt take it from a clear to a compost. That's true as well. Victor and I are polar opposites. So if you haven't, if you haven't caught on, let, 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 let me recap again. Matt's always the one who says he doesn't mind a fart joke. He's the six-year-old in him likes fart jokes. Except he's only ever given two composts. One was for fart book, and the other hold one was on, hold on. The other you one was for this. On. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Fart jokes are a one-liner. They're awesome the first time, but when you like, it's like my kids. My my kids, like my older ones, are seven and ten, and they think a joke is funny, and they'll say it, and then they'll say the same joke seven more times, and I'm like, hey, shut up! Like it was funny the first time, it was cute. Now it's like you're. Oh, so that is so what it is. Not a seven-year-old. No, that is so true. It's like farting at the table, right? Like it's you hilarious let, the first you time let one slip <laughs> out, and it's like whoo. And that's funny. But then you do it 20 more times and it's like, okay, enough's enough. I told you to stop and you go to the bathroom. Like, yeah, it's, it's, go check I yourself. don't know. I don't know. It's, it is. It's that, true. These are Ogopogo waters. <laughs> so that's where I stand in the fart jokes. They're hilarious once, once, and then they, and then they trickle it off from there. funny more than once. And, the, I, and they'll never carry a letter Kenny episode for Matt. You have to, you have to bring more than fart jokes. Hence or else. why fart book was a compost as well yes no i i hear you it's just funny because it wasn't about farting <laughs> exactly <laughs> i get that but it still wasn't a good episode <laughs> <laughs> oh man dean what did you give the battle for bonnie mcmurray 
even though I, I'm, I'm very much on the side of Wayne, Bonnie is let the paint dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, she's, she's just way too young. Um, for, but uh, yeah, I, I, the, the dad jokes, I love, I mean, yeah, yeah. Tiara, Tiara is, is she, I mean, that's one of our things is if you have a dad joke mm-hmm. that, that I can tell on the show that she, yeah, she's, she's your friend forever. Um, <laughs> yes. <yeah, so, laughs> and, and uh, Boomtown's dick. No, no weird J hook, Ferda. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, you know, uh, the, you know, don't, you know, don't the, the sweater never touches the ground, mm-hmm. keep off the low, all that stuff that they, that, which is, I think this is a building point episode for mm-hmm. a lot of things. So, uh, so yeah, this is a fresh one for me. Um, Cause it's, it's, there's a lot of, I mean, you're, you're I think at this point you're starting to give Bonnie some agency where she's, you know, so far she's just been kind of the pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Now she's actually becoming a character. So mm-hmm. this is a good, this is a good launching point mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of things right here. So uh, this is a, fr- this is a fresh one for me. Okay. I have to ask the question, Dean and Dennis. Now our team wasn't able to really answer the question because we have no sports people uh, on, on, on our, our list. The here. fact that she called them sports people should tell you all I need to know about this. <laughs> <laughs> but is that whole boomtown yes, thing? Sports. Okay, is that whole boomtown thing in the locker room and the whole show us your dick, is that a thing? Like I, I just felt like he was being bullied. Well, the last time Dennis and I were together, <laughs> <laughs> you told him to drop trowel. <laughs> I, I, well, I've, I've, I mean, I haven't been in sports since I was in, you know, middle school. So that was, you know, you know, middle school is uh, you're just trying to hide from everybody. So, <laughs> so, but it's interesting though. You were in the military though, Dean. Was there any kind of hazing and stuff? I mean, there must have been, right, in the military or no? Well, I mean, from drill sergeants, sure, yeah, but not from, <laughs> but, but nothing about that. No, I mean, you know, it was it was just general terrorism. To, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to come in at four o'clock in the morning, banging a can, can, can right. wake your asses up. <laughs> so then, so, it, yeah, that, that was it. Was never about you know, uh, I mean, unless you were fat in the military, then that then yeah, then they got on you there, uh, but. uh it was yeah. Never, uh, nobody ever got talked about for their. No one tried to team dick. build by by having a a parade of dicks on the line and 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 comparing them and getting them out on display. No, yeah, it's, you know, no, no, uh, no, no, no private parts. No, no. Well, See, well, I just I don't make- think that was a thing. I don't well, know. We did, so we got Tanya. We did get a little support online. We got we got called out by at at. Mickey 1928 Geo um, said at Proto Stand Pod, love your show. Don't read too much into Boomtown. He's funny, but there's a lot of hazing in teams like this. Hmm. They were making a bond with the team to get the W. Not something I'd do, but at least understandable. Oh, yeah. All right. I was going to read that later, but uh, thanks for bringing it up. Now, Matt. No, it's, 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 it's all good. Well, that's relevant. What, that's why I called it was out very for. relevant. That's yeah, what I yeah. called out for. Because like I took it personally. Like I took it offensively mm-hmm. and i thought it was it was a it was very wrong so yeah i just well yeah you I looked, looked at it as bully like uh, i looked at it as, I mean, as a mom like yeah, if i mom. if i heard my kid was being bullied like that in the in the in the um change room i'd be in there ripping apart 
Yeah, every... but Tanya, I mean, there's stuff that happens in the change room that has nothing to do with bullying that you would also find wrong mm-hmm. and inappropriate. And, and <laughs> <disgusting>. <laughs> what the hell's going on in those right? change rooms? <laughs> A little and bit of dinker know, ball. That's why you're not a sports person. <laughs> a sports person. Dennis, did you have any insight oh, in this? I, I actually can provide a little insight because I came up in a lot of organized sports. I played baseball, football, basketball. I've been in martial arts since I was five years old. So wow. I spent a lot of time in locker rooms and a lot of naked dudes. And, you know, uh, I played uh, division three football. And there were probably 45 people in the showers at that time, Yeah, you know, just on one team. So, you know, it's one of those things you, you don't really pick on anybody in the locker room, mm-hmm. but you know, people know who the big dogs are. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're saying you know, Tanya would be very distracted yeah. in that locker room is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've had experiences talking to girls where they're like, Oh, you know, because they know that I see these dudes naked and they're like, uh, he looks like somebody that would be, you know, you know, uh, you know uh, tennis balls. But, uh, I'm like, uh, I hate, hate to break your heart there, honey, but, uh, he ain't, uh, oh, wow. he ain't packing that much. You know, baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> God. Awesome. So funny. Awesome. So funny. Uh, let's move on to episode oh, six. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. We didn't get Dennis's score. Yeah, we did. Uh, Dennis gave it a fresh. Did you? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, a week, a week fresh, but we'll take it. Yeah, it was a week fresh. That's right. But we'll take it. Exactly. Bradley is a killer. Episode six. Bradley! Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of D-Gens trash Modines too, sadly. Forcing Gail to call in her cousin Bradley, who the Hicks all adore. He's a killer to the core, but the night wound up ending very badly. And uh, that one there, um, <laughs> Matt kind of got to his wits end with Victor. Okay, Matt, uh, <laughs> ratings. What do you give this episode? Uh, compost, clearance, or, or uh, uh, fresh? Oh, do you, want, do you have a rebuttal? Go ahead. No, no, I oh. was saying for Matt. <laughs> So the only sensible thing mm-hmm. that was said, <laughs> not by Al or I, <laughs> just to be because everything we said was sensible. Well, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm already writing down uh, fresh, but go on, finish your. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was fresh. <laughs> Ludicrous. You no, it was absolutely fresh. Like. Yeah. How I, 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 I swear to God, I think we made Al. Are we recasting for season four? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can see thing, <laughs> things can get a little hairy. <laughs> Especially, it seems like between Matt and Victor for sure. Uh, <laughs> I love it. We'll start with uh, Dean on this one. Dean, uh, Bradley is a killer. What, what What do you say about that one? Oh, this is a fresh one. I mean, I, I love the the undertone to it, and then you know the second favorite cousin and and, and favorite cousin. Uh, one of the, the one of the other little things that I like about this because I was a supernatural fan is that Adrian Holmes, who plays ba- Bradley, played uh, Clark Bacco. Uh, father uh, who plays Rosie in Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> I think that's very funny. And there was a very interesting, you know, when I saw them both and I'm like, hey, he played her father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah, uh instead of cousin. So yeah, I uh I like I love this episode. I Adrian Holmes I think is great. I, and I know he came over from uh because of his relationship with uh, Kiso from 192. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, great episode. I mean, you know, it's it, uh, there's just so much good 
mm-hmm. in this episode. I mean, whether it's the Haitian taco or <laughs> what happened, because <laughs> yeah. I'm all there. I'm I'm there for for Gail's Haitian taco. So that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we I loved the 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 way the Hicks behaved differently around Bradley. That was what Victor hated the most about the episode. I think, right, uh, Victor? It was uh, you didn't like the way they were different. Yeah, it was. It was for me. It was just. Uh, I, I didn't find that there was that much depth to the episode. It was mo. You know, it was. It was. It the way the episode started is like that's how they were acting the night before mm-hmm. without without Bradley, <laughs> and then they were still acting like. So this is how they act when they're drunk. And they're really, 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 really yeah. drunk. So it they were being DJs. Bradley, and, yeah. and and I guess I guess what I I guess what what really. Str- uh, um, struck a chord with me was that you know in my younger days when you're at parties and there's always that one douchebag. I didn't like the fact that these the Hicks who are kind of the you know are the best part of the show were the douchebags that you are <laughs> are are kind of thinking oh my god when when are these guys going to leave mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's the role they were playing in that episode it just and I get it that's that was the whole point mm-hmm. but then that was the whole episode yeah. <laughs> so so that was my uh, kind of problem with it well that the cliffhanger at the end you know with with Rosie mm-hmm. yeah that was a good uh, you know it was it was it was pretty good Dennis what did you think I have the same thoughts as Victor. Mm-hmm. It was strange to me to see, you know, because you you establish a relationship with these characters over the seasons of the show, and to see them so, and I just it didn't make sense for their characters for them to be acting that way, especially after expressing how much they cared about, you know, Bradley and how much they liked him to just be a holes like that, yeah. out of character for them. <laughs> But I mean, I, I like the baby genius stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. A lot of that I kind of agree with. But, uh, <laughs> Adrian Holmes really saved that uh, that episode from being compost for me. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I'll give it a clearance, but you know, to humble brag a little bit, Adrian Holmes himself gave me a little bones. So, oh, that's right, because <laughs> you 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 posted a a Funko Pop of his that you created, and he uh, he responded. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and, and Al, I remembered what my one, what the one sensible thought was. I know I completely lost it yeah. in that clip that you played, and mm-hmm. it's a true story. I actually, when the clip you played, I completely forgot what I was talking about, mm-hmm. and then just delayed until something <laughs> picked up. Working great. I don't want to use the word hero, but I think I saved you there when that, when I when I wrote down your your rating before you gave it. Yeah. And I think I think it was Tanya that commented though, like on the St. Perfect's Day episode, how much fun they were and how the life of the party they were when they when they drank mm-hmm. versus what they were in this one, mm-hmm. and how they're yeah. completely polar opposites. So where did these characters come from? So that was the only thing I took from that. But regardless, I still love the episode. Mm-hmm. I, I still I'd, I'd still say that uh, in St. Per- Perfect's they were still on the clock. They were still the the town kind of muscle. Uh, this one here, Bradley gave them the night off. They did not; they were not going to be counted on to do anything, so they could let loose. And I they know, did. But the I argument still there disagree. was that the night before mm-hmm. they did it too. Yeah, but the night before they weren't at Modines; they were probably in the. Uh, but if they held him, like it's like it's like your it's like your in laws. Like if you're holding somebody to that highest standard, and you're like you so love them, you want to look good in front of them. Yeah, well, alcohol's involved too. So anyway, yeah, yeah. We, I we, mean, because yeah, if because you could be, they were super drunk, and they they just thought they were being funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, because when you when you when you're really 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 drunk, you you think you're doing things that are not 
the way they are mm-hmm. in real life. True. So. True. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to episode seven, the haunting of Modines. We did. We just did this one last week. Uh, I took the liberty of recording this limerick. Gail says Modines too is being haunted by Uncle Eddie's horny spirit undaunted. So the Hicks are on the case, a paranormal goose chase while Bonnie McMurray walks around flaunted. And uh, in this one, uh, I feel like there's a recurring theme in this uh, in this season with Tanya and and missing out on 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 dicks. Okay, may I say, I completely missed what was in the drink until right now. So, oh, uh, no, exactly. Until because uh, because when Al has it on the the clips, you actually get to hear the words and stuff, and mm-hmm. and and hear what exactly was being said. So I missed that there was a hoof in the drink. What did you think it was? Right, yeah. right, yeah. So with all the dick references <laughs> in this show, I thought there was a dick of something. I don't know whether it was the uncle's dick that they were like petrifying in the drink. Like I took it to the next that level. That was going to say that, like, that uncle's a legend. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, they do reference dick a lot. So maybe there's a dick in the jar and it's being, oh. you know, Oh, petrified or purified, like, oh I don't know, God. in the alcohol. So up until now, you've been thinking dick. <laughs> I was thinking dick the whole time. Well, <laughs> so um, there you go. <laughs> so that's just proof that that when we when we do our homework, Tanya only watches it the one time, um, <laughs> and and doesn't doesn't ask me to rewind when she misses something. She's just like, oh, whatever, oh, whatever. I, I'll take care of it. There's and post. a dick in the jar. <laughs> Her brain automatically fills in the blanks. I do. It's the same I do. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so that one got a fresh. Fr- despite that, Tanya gave it a fresh, and so did no, I. And not despite it, because, because of it. it. <laughs> Tanya gave it a fresh, and so did I. That's a mighty uh, nice dick. Victor gave it a clearance. So, uh, uh, Dennis, we'll start with you. What would you give uh, the haunting of Modines? I'll give it a fresh. There's really not that much there, but. The show gets a lot of credit just based on how much you care about the characters themselves mm-hmm. that you can kind of forgive a lot in an episode just because you're like, oh, I get to see, you know, fill in the blank in this episode. Mm-hmm. So that goes along with toward it. Uh, you know, the Bonnie McMurray thing, pretty much all that was really there. <laughs> but uh, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the part that perplexed uh, Victor. He didn't understand how all that could happen in one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I really wasn't sure what the hell was going on. <laughs> she could honest. make a softball hard. Yeah, I love that line. That's a great line. Uh, like I, I would have given it a fresh. I just I couldn't bring myself to it just because I felt uh, like I shouldn't be confused watching this episode, and and I was I was, I was wondering is this is this still today or is this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Dean, what did you uh, what did you think? It was fresh. I mean, I love. I mean, the the whole the start, you know, about the the big leaguing and backdooring and and all that stuff right off the bat. Yeah, that's great. And then and finally getting to see Samuel mm-hmm. uh, and his coconut's fucking gross asshole. <laughs> I mean, just that was. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, I love the the whole episode with and and when when Bonnie came out in the in her in, indigenous garb and Tannis was there. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. 
<laughs> I mean, I, and Wayne having to explain everything that she's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, it was brilliant. Uh, even for even each little piece that it was, uh, for, for whether it was the Beyonce, Fiance, or <laughs> what have you. I mean, it was all just great. Yeah. Uh, for each, if you just took each little skit as its own little skit, I think it was great. Excellent. All right. And now, Matt. Uh, we've, we've been on pins and needles because uh, we missed you last week. So you get to give us your uh, rating for this one. Sure. Um, before I speak, I'm going to ask you if you can take your little mouse there, drag it over, over top of the fucking embarrassing soundbite, and then I'll speak. All right. So I'm apologizing. I have not yet seen the episode. <laughs> oh, fucking embarrassing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, with with everything going on, man, I just I, I didn't out. get around to it, and I know I only literally have one job here. Oh my and, god! Uh, oh, I, I, figured I, out. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I know. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring Wish it on. you weren't so <laughs> fucking awkward. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> so I'll take a rain check on that rating. You? Oh no! You are spared. Matt, I have love for you. Yeah. You've got all my love. You might not have anyone else's, but you have mine. All right, Matt. You lost your puppers. Appreciate We're not. That, no. No one's. All. No one's going to blame you for. And, and, for this. and now, now you're going to watch it, knowing that it's not a dig in a jar. So. <laughs> you can just put a. You can put a fresh uh, placeholder there because it sounds like it was a pretty fun good episode it was a great episode. i like to know your ablaby yeah yeah oh yeah i love that too that was so, <laughs> so fun uh I, I i enjoy episodes I, we talked about this and then but i enjoy episodes where where it's not separate storylines uh, they're all involved in the same storyline and you get a little bit of everybody and and that's a lot of fun to see them all kind of interact um and that's what you get in this one for sure um standalone episode but uh yeah so I mean, I've already given my ready, so we'll move on. All right, so let's, uh, we're, we're going on over an hour now, so let's uh, try to wrap this up here. Our final season rating. Now, um, Matt, well, you haven't seen Haunting of Modines 2 yet, but... uh matter. All right, so what would you give this rate, the, the, the entire season? This season is 100% a fresh season. Like that, that's a no-brainer. And, and I think, I and I don't know if maybe I spoke wrong in uh, Puck Bunny or your ratings that you just talked about were wrong or the website's wrong, mm. but... Everything's possible. <laughs> it's all possible. There's a lot of possibility here, yeah. but I, there's definitely more fresh than not. I think the only misstep to me in this one was the uh, the Bonnie McMurray one. Mm. I, I didn't, I couldn't connect with that one. Everything else was at least a clearance or above. Most were fresh for me. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a fun fun season a lot of good jokes a lot of a lot of things that came out of this that people still repeat on the regular mm-hmm. and um yeah 100 percent a fresh season tanya well if i have calculated correctly <laughs> um i'm gonna say that um dean nailed it and that this is the season to start with because i've given it five freshes mm. Which I think is a very first for me. I don't. Did think you I, really? I yeah, think, yeah. She was very positive on this season. Yeah. I think I I'm either being worn down from you guys or <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe I just get it or may, maybe I'm tired. I don't know. There there was definitely a shift. You gave four freshes, <laughs> but but was she's four? tired of our conversations becoming a confrontation. I, I think <laughs> I'm starting to get it, and yeah. and and scarily so because I think uh, just today I was putting s's on too many words, <laughs> and I recognized it and and kind of shivered and and got, was creeped out by it but anyways nonetheless i think 
This is my favorite season. I think I gave it way more freshes than I've given the other ones. Yes, and um, I was only upset with the whole um, uh, Bonnie McMurray Boomtown one, just because that uh, I was I was personally uh, offended by that one. And um, yeah, I'm going right. to say I'm going to say this one was my favorite for sure. So fresh, fresh, Victor. Well, I think the math speaks for itself, but I, I think it's important again now, I know you do this from time to time, it's to, to kind of remind with the, the caveat that we're rating these against yes. uh, Letterkenny, Absolutely. right? Not against other shows. So so in the world of Letterkenny, for me this season, I, I, I do agree that it's a good season and it's definitely a great one to get people interested in the show and whatnot. Uh, but uh, in terms of the way I rated the episodes, I think they would um, average out into a clearance. So, all right. So uh, we'll we'll go with that one. Yes, I, I had to remind some people on on the the Twitter DM group that uh, we're rating this on a curb, and uh, even a bad episode of Letter Kenny is better than ninety percent of other shows. So uh, <laughs> had to remind them about that uh, because we're Victor especially was getting a little bit of. Uh, <laughs> Not ha- hate's a strong word, but uh, yeah, people weren't understanding. Hey, did you get your first hate mail? No, <laughs> no, no, not not yet. I've, I've, oh. uh, you know, lots of strongly worded, uh, you know, <laughs> really? comments and, and whatnot. But I bring it on. I'm you know, people. I'm, I'm, this I'm is good just for fun. I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, maybe it's in Massachusetts. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'll give my I'll give my rating just so so our two guests can have the final word. It's absolutely a fresh season for me. I, I, I give majority of them uh, the episodes a fresh rating in this one. I don't think any of them I gave a compost. Um, just you, Dean, you're right. Like you called it before we even uh, recorded this uh, season that it's the strongest season. It it is. I think because I think this is where the writers and and characters, you know got their stride and, and kind of un, they, they knew themselves. Uh, the only one, the only character I think that, that, that didn't really um, uh, get the, the, the spotlight or, or get to, to behave the way he, you would expect him to behave. I feel it was pastor Glenn because he wasn't in character as pastor. He was, he was a waitress and uh, only in ha- the haunting at Modine's too was, was he like, you know, there as a pastor and was behaving the way we would expect him to behave and, and had some great lines in the other ones. They're kind of, you know, he was kind of uh, just, he, you know, he was, a, I think well, Victor misses that. Yeah. I think Victor misses. No, I, I, yeah, it's funny that you, you, you thought of that as being the mm-hmm. role of the pastor being the exorcist, but anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know, my, my favorite episode still to, still to the day is the dating game episode mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. it was called. Yeah, Rel- yeah. I mean, and, and that's, and, and pastor Glenn is one of the main reasons for that. He was used brilliantly in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it's still the funniest. Like if I was going to tell anybody to watch an episode, it's that one. Mm-hmm. That episode will get anybody hooked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to this day, it's my favorite. And Pastor Glenn deserves the Oscar for that one. <laughs> Oscar. Tierney's great. Yeah, he's great. So, Dean, yeah. uh, what would you I mean, what would you give overall the, the season three of Letterkenny? Oh, it's completely fresh. I mean, uh, there's just so much, so much good in this. I mean, we, we've completely left out Shep and Kingsley as well. I mean, <laughs> oh, there's a reason. There's a reason. Those, those are human names. Yeah. I mean, and what's funny, another thing about that, that was, uh, I think it was, uh, that, that's a reference to uh, Kate Trevor's grandfather. 
Oh. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, because uh, he's got. I think it was Kingsley was his was his grandfather's name, I believe. Oh, cool. That's what it was. So, yeah. Um. So anyway, the but yeah, the this just uh, so much. Uh, I, you, the gay showing up, mm-hmm. and yeah, the 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 puck bunny episode, and another uh, kick from Katie, which is awesome. Mm, box kick, <laughs> right, yeah. in the, right in the twiffer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just. Uh, I mean, you're gonna you got a couple of good scraps in there. Yeah, you, you'd have beaten up the DJN who honked at your sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, that's it's just it's got so much good. Of everything that you love of Letter Kitty, and I'll say the first t- the first time I watched the whole series, uh, I wasn't I didn't think much of the gay Gail yeah the gay character. This time, uh, especially in that one scene with her between her and Tannis, I I, mm. I grew to really appreciate the gay character. I thought she oh, was yeah. really good in that scene and and was a formidable opponent for gay uh, for uh, for Tannis. I mean, Tannis was, oh, yeah. was supposed to be this you know frightening person and she just stood up to her no problem like while the other skids are cowering behind her she's like yeah i'm not giving up i'm not giving in to you so uh, i really appreciated this this, so second time viewing i i got a new appreciation for that character all right dennis we'll leave uh, our 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 title sponsor for season three the the last word what did you what do you give this season i give it a fresh it's you know even the problems that i had with it are washed away by how much goodwill the series develops over time. Mm-hmm. Because uh, on my initial viewing of the series itself, uh, season three kind of seemed like a left turn to me. It was really off-putting for me that they were outside so much mm. because it changed the setting of the show. And I found that kind of off-putting the first watch through, but I really did gain a better appreciation of it upon subsequent viewings. Yeah. But this is very much letter, Kenny. Yeah. Like uh, pretty much everybody has touched on. If you're looking for a season that's going to tell you what letter Kenny is, this is a good representation. I'm with you 100% on that. The first time I saw this, when they when they switched to being outside in the winter, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. In the same way, I didn't like season, was it season three of uh, The Wire? Where they switched to the docks. I don't know if you guys watched The Wire. Oh, season season two. Was it two believe, season it? two? Yeah. Yeah. It was like such a different tone that it threw me off. Like there was a show I loved, and suddenly it's completely different because it's in a different setting and stuff like that. So it took me. So yeah, I, I I'm with you there, Dennis. Uh, the season, this season when they started off in winter and the ice huts, I wasn't I wasn't sure about the tone and 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 stuff like that. I, it it took me a second watch to to really appreciate it for sure. Yeah, I, three is I, three is a like I said, it's that's where the legs are going, mm-hmm. and and then and leads into four, which is also an amazing season in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think the, this is re- really where they start building the stories of of, of each character. Awesome. All right. So we got everyone's rating. We got everyone's uh, feedback for season three. So uh, let's just go with some uh, final words from everyone. Matt, do you have any final words? This is so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, it really is. I mean, Dennis, I'm so glad you're able to make it. I know Al said um, he sent you an invite. He wasn't sure if you're going to make it out. We so appreciate that you have taken such an interest and we're, we're sponsoring the season. Um, genuinely, it, it means the world to us. Um, I think your work you do is amazing. And um, I can't wait to get what what's, I know is coming our way. 
Um, in terms of the show, it's just so much fun. I mean, I actually, I know you guys are going to bring this up in a second. I haven't actually seen season nine yet. I have no intention to watch. I mean, I get about 20. How long is each episode? 22, 23 minutes. I get about yeah. 23 minutes a week to myself. So that <laughs> I, I devote that to the next episode that we watch for the next podcast. So it'll take me a while to get to season nine. I'm okay with it. I want to watch it, but I'm, I'm really having a blast going through it. Like we're going and I'm going to keep doing it. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm having so much fun. So thanks everyone. Tanya. Yes. I'm going to, uh, um, point my finger at Al here that, Christmas day, I was down and out and sick and went to bed and he watched and like binged on nine, which I knew he was going to do, but that was my Christmas present to him that, you know what? He's going to do it. I know he's going to do it. There's no way I was was, going to wait until we were There was no way. There was was just no way. So anyways, that, yeah. Point my finger at Hugh and thank uh, you for my Christmas gift. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) That was his Christmas present. And and Al, since, since I know you've watched nine, I'd like to invite you on to uh, discuss one of those episodes. Once we start, I would love to, do I get a choice (laughs) in which one or, or, uh, Uh, there's, there's a couple that have, that have already been claimed. Okay. Uh, (laughs) so I I mean, and actually I've got, uh, I've got, I've got, uh, uh, yeah, I think I've got half of them claimed. Okay. Uh, but, but, uh, let let me go back and look. I'm good. Whatever you, wherever you want me, I'll, I'll I'll be there. No problem. (laughs) So whatever's left over, I'll pick up the scraps. He's easy. I'm easy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, I think it's absolutely amazing. You know what? This is my uh, this is my one retreat to um, leaving the world behind and just having fun for an hour. And uh, I appreciate it. It's it's so needed. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Victor. Uh, yeah. You know, it started from this idea Al, that you had. And it's funny, right? It's like the butterfly effect because um, it, it gives all of us something to look forward to it, it create, there's this whole community now that we're mm-hmm. building, uh, bringing kind of these strangers together to kind of talk about this, but then also just to talk about whatever, uh, and just bringing people together. Uh, and even at work, uh, you know, just here and there kind of saying, Oh yeah, I'm, you know, doing this tonight and whatever. And all of a sudden you're making connections with people and talking about personal shit that normally you would only just discuss boring work shit. So, um, (laughs) it's, it's, this is, this is just all about community making connections, uh, and, and, uh, you know, bring, bringing humanity in, in a time that's, uh, just uh, that seems to be very disconnected right now. So I think that this, this is a great thing and I am looking forward to continuing it. And I haven't seen any trailers and I'm not planning to, uh, to at all. I'm going to uh, eagerly await season nine as it comes, uh, whenever that happens. Uh, and uh, for now, just looking forward to season four. Awesome. Dennis, uh, first of all, have you seen season nine? I'm going to let that one marinate. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> okay. I've seen two episodes, but I'm, I, you know, I'm going to take my time with it because I don't know when time's coming. So mm. I, I don't want to fire through it and then not have anything for a long time. So I, yeah, I'm going to take my time with it. So your final words. It's been really nice for me to be part of the letter Kenny community. And it really has been a sense of community. It's like any, any group of people, you got your DJs, you got your skids, and things. <laughs> but, uh, you know, even as a kind of a peripheral personality in the Letterkenny world, I'm glad to be associated with it, uh, if for nothing else than through my figures. But I 
give people the opportunity to celebrate the fandom. You know, I, I make physical representations of something that people love. And, you know, in my own way, I get to make little dreams come true. And I'm really honored to have that opportunity. Yeah. And I mean, you do great work and your name, you're right. Your name is, is a known name among the, 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 the community and, and other communities too, I guess, like, cause you've done for other shows, but uh, definitely uh, anyone in the letter Kenny community, if you mentioned Dennis Guggen, most of them know probably from your affiliation with, with Dean yeah, before. It's not the name to work, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, again, we appreciate, you know, uh, the work you did for us and, and, uh, and we hope that, uh, it was fun to, to hear your name on the podcast for the last season. And, uh, we had fun just, pre- I mean, it's, we're not pretending we have a, a sponsor. I mean, you know, we're, we're getting something out of it and I hope you got some, something out of it too, but, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of a good exercise in, in, uh, in how, what this would look like if we had a sponsor. Right. So we appreciate you doing this and, uh, and again, hope you, you got as much out of it as we did. Absolutely. Dean. Yeah, I, I, this, I, I, you guys are great. I love being, I love being a part of this community. Dennis, Dennis, I, as soon as I, as soon as I met Dennis, I, we, we hit it right off. Mm-hmm. I mean, great. I mean, he's a great fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, a really uh, great fucking guy. Yeah. yeah great fucking guy. <laughs> um, but, uh, and he does, and he doesn't have a J hook dick either. So, and that's <laughs> Tanya is relieved to hear that. I know it was on her mind, and she couldn't think of anything else. No, it's, I mean, I love, I love all you guys, uh, and this this family of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, be it, be it uh, the Hicks kids, Dejans, what have you. Uh, I think it's been fantastic, and I hope it will uh, lead to, I know uh, at least a couple more seasons mm-hmm. that are, uh, that are in the books. So um, let's keep it going. And I, uh, and I'm, I'm happy to be here and thanks for having me. And uh, I'm looking forward to having you on. Awesome. So. Yes. <laughs> looking forward to being on. Uh, how are you now? Thank you again for being here. Uh, can we count on you for season four recap? Sure. Awesome. Figure All it right. out. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to starting season four. Um, I'm going to play us out here. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we begin season four with our recap review of the episode titled Never Work a Day in Your Life. In the meantime, and for one last time, don't forget to give our... Well, not for the last time. You should always give him a a listen, uh, uh, some love. Our sponsor, DG Pop Customs. You can follow him on on Facebook and Instagram at DG Pop Customs. On Twitter, he's Dennis Guggen, and he's a good guy. As as you've heard, he's a really good guy. We'd like to thank Dennis for his support this season. If anyone is interested in getting involved as a, a, a sponsor, hit us up. We begin season four next week, but it's not too late. Send me a DM at Pod. Please rate us on iTunes if you like the show. Dean, thank you for joining again. Uh, why don't you plug your various podcasts? And um, well, I'm running out of music here. Plug, why don't you plug your various podcasts? Go for it. So you, you got so you got me on How Are You Now? Yeah. Uh, so HowAreYouNowPod.com. Uh, I've got uh, the Boondocks podcast, which I produce, and I do stupid white guy questions on there. Uh, and then I also, uh, and frequently with my buddy Don, we do uh, Podskier. And so uh, hopefully I'll have, uh, I'll be running the world with podcasts at some point. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us. On behalf of Dean, Dennis, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening. Happy New Year, and have a great week. <laughs>